0: Hello, hello, this is Bliss Okomi. Welcome to my show where I'm here to talk to you about life and God. Today, I would like to think of perceptions, revisit them, talk about them, what people are used to hear, like weak versus strong, majority versus the minority, vulnerable versus the powerful. But is there such a thing? One has to come to a point where you like okay what is this all about is this really how the world is being defined well if it is how the world is being defined why can we do something to change it or is it is it a system what 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 is really going on because i've been thinking like you know I think a lot and I've been wondering if this divide is really something that was set up or something that is just going to be until the end of times, you know, but take this for example, let's say someone owns a bank. If you own a bank, that means people put money in your bank. And if people put money in your bank, then you can invest that money and make more money, which makes you powerful. Meanwhile, the people that are putting money for you in your bank to invest... They don't have as much money, but they need to have a bank because it's a requirement for them to purchase, to buy stuff, to sell, you know. So at the end of the day, you still need a bank. And because you're the bank owner, that makes you hashtag powerful. Now, assume that a small fraction of your customers, the people who are putting money in your bank, get upset at you for what you're doing behind the scene and your investments, portfolios, whatever. And they decide, we're no longer going to put money in your bank. Well, I guess if one person does it, uh, no big deal. But if 90% of your customers do it and suddenly decide one day we are going to remove our money in the bank, whoa, this will ring an alarm. People will be concerned because now the bank not only doesn't have your money because it has been investing in other things which you found to be questionable and they are going to be probably fighting for bankruptcy a couple of days or weeks later. So, who is powerful. Is the bank owner powerful? I will say yes. He's powerful as long as the power is allocated to him or her or if it's a group of people to them. Are the customer powerless? Well, they need a bank in order to buy and sell But once they say they had enough and want to deal with Kashon Lee, they're powerful enough to shut that bank down. You see what I mean? So, this means that the concept of being vulnerable or subject to the power of for people, is fluid. Which means it is not something that is stagnant, that is set in place. It is something that can move one side or the other. And just to be clear, I'm talking about power. Power is not something that is set in place. It is fluid. It can move to the vulnerable or it can move to the assumed to be recognized, to be powerful. The one that... Everybody putting a stamp on them because they got the papers, they got the building, they got the receipts, and all that that comes with it. But why the divide then? Well, I guess a divide is necessary to keep people aligned. That will be the only explanation because if the vulnerable don't know that they can have power to overthrow the assumed to be quote powerful then with that divide they don't even try you see what I'm saying see sometimes it's good to think I can think of a lot of things right now like let's say weak versus strong okay I am weak I am one person trying to a W trying to go to a WWE match against somebody who's already a professional, of course he's going to take me down. Of course he's going to, like, he doesn't even need a 30 seconds. I'm not a professional, no. I'm just a watching person. I'm just watching. I'm just watching. I'm a spectator, right? Anyway, but can he take down the whole stadium No, 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 no. Because he's just one person. It depends how many allies I get when I get on the ring. So, yes, he might be able to put me down, but he can't put down the whole stadium. You see what I mean? So, is strength also something that is fluid? But, if you put a divide and say, okay, these are the rules. Only one person is going to fight with another. Now, I mean, even if it's the case, do you think that the most professional WWE wrestler going to fight with the whole stadium at the end of the day, he's going to run out of juice, right? But again, will he still be a professional? Yeah, he's a professional, but he's not the strongest. You see what I mean? So, it depends on the rules. The rules that people set in place help in defining who the strong person is. But this is not definite. This is not, like, final. It can change over time. As we all know, history changes over time. So will social change society change over time so will politics change over time so now it makes you wonder what other divisions can i think about Hmm. good versus bad Ooh, we're going deep we're going deep be ready brace yourself so is good always gonna be good and he's bad always gonna be bad Hmm, hmm, hmm. let's debate on that well like we all christians say god is good god knows all god knows best blah 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 and then you have folks that say well if god knew best why would he allow something to happen well let me tell you folks It is not as much as God allows things to happen. It's just that we step into an environment that is outside of his will. And if it's outside of his will, he has given us the free will to not enter into deed this environment but we as humanity chose to step in and now we are in this environment with our free will but still god is watching over us taking care of us in a way that we can still say god is good because to be honest If somebody betrays you, will you take them back? Probably not. You'll be like, I'm done with her. You set your boundaries, right? That's something cool, 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 cool. If somebody betrays you 3,000 times, will you take them back? Oh, hell no. They're going to be like in a cage or locked down somewhere in a forgotten island. Not even known island. Forgotten island, baby. But, God, how many times people have betrayed him how many times people have deceived him and how many times he has provided but then you know at the end of the day it's like it's a choice it's a personal choice comes a point in your life in every single person's life once they are in the mature enough to decide what they really want to say, okay, I'm gonna follow God and that's about it, or I don't care about God and that's about it, so He will leave you alone. But then you have people like, okay, me, I'm following God and this is happening to me, how is this fair, girl? First of all, look at where you're living, is where you're living. Where God is, well you tell me yeah he is and which is true he is even in your worst in your worst environment in your worst um experience he's there but why is he there and things are not working I believe It's to provide hope because if he was there and go switch the situation in your favor, that will be his will. That means you had no control over the outcome. That means he imposed his goodness on you. But that's not what God is all about. He doesn't want robots to worship him. He gives everybody, and I mean everyone, a chance to come back. And you know how hard it is to give everyone a chance to come back? He will give a simple accountant a chance to come back. He will give a murderer a chance to come back until his time is up. He gives everyone a chance. So now am I saying because God is so flexible. I mean, I'm not talking about flexibility out here. There is no flexibility in God. He has his ways and he allows you to choose he, your ways. I mean, are your ways going to be his ways? Or are you always going to be society ways? Or are you always going to be the popular ways? Or are you always going to be something else completely different? You see, it's complicated. It's a fallen nature that we live in. Because when he made this, that was not the plan. The plan was, you guys going to be safe in the Garden of Eden. And it got all messed up because evil was was able to confuse us, so it is not like we chose to deny God, but we got um confused by evil to not follow what God had already set in place and here we are so Am I saying that God is putting a stamp on abominations? No. But because he exists, we can think of something higher than what we are living. Because whatever we are living on this earth, yes, it's important. Yes, it is making us. It is shaping us. It is providing. It is giving us an experience Of how much we need God in our life and if you don't reach that point after living this life that you need God in your life well you made your decision fair enough but nobody forced you to be with God or to be on God's side or to believe in him you you see what I'm saying once you reach that point when you can make that decision well you make you, you make your decision so Is God good? Yes. He's good when good things happen to you. And he's good when bad things happen to you. It is fluid. He's still good. Because at the end of the day, even bad stuff can be used for good stuff. And I don't know. Perception is key. In this war, and I'm sure you still have questions like me, I'm like wondering, I mean well this is kind of messed up, like I wish things didn't have to go this far. I wish life would be simpler. I wish I wish I wish I wish I wish I wish I wish. But don't you know God also wish that his people will just obey him? But that's not the case. Why? Because the world we live in, you know, because what people believe, we cannot all agree on one thing, we cannot all agree on one direction. People always will like things done their way and this is what we chose as humans and because we have that power we are exposed on the side effects of that power. It's just like taking a medicine. You, are, When you're born let's say you're super healthy and then suddenly you eat something that wasn't right. Doesn't mean that You were never healthy or your health didn't matter. Yes, it mattered for the season you were in the environment of healthy. But once you ingested something that gave you stomach pain, you had to go to the bathroom. That's just the way it is. You cannot claim to ingest something bad and then say, well... I was created healthy, so why am I not remaining healthy even though I ingest something bad? If that was the case, then nobody will have to go to the bathroom. You know? I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy out there, and I get it, and I understand it. It's confusing. But at the end of the day, when you're done with the bathroom, you're like, oh, you're relieved, right? you relieved. God was with you when you were born completely healthy. He was there when you were ingesting that stuff. Telling you, hey, don't ingest it. And he was there when you went to the bathroom and had to suffer through this shit. And then he he was there when he was done. So if you have to do it again and again and again and again and again, he, he will be there all the time. But then will come a time where you will no longer need to go to the bathroom. And that's when you die. (laughs) Do dead people have a bathroom? Nope. Because they have no shit to put in. They're all in one position. Or one state. Dead. Super dead. So. What do you have to lose? If you don't believe in God, eternity, that's what is at stake, to be honest. Because if you don't care about it right now, that means you are not going to care about it in the future. But if you start caring about eternity right now, that means you can impact others to care So, why will God allow things to happen that are bad? It's to give hope of those who already went through it, to rise above it and serve as a testimony to add more people into the belief system that there is more to this life. And there is a God who cares about Our life. Now and the afterlife, if you see what I'm saying. But perceptions, people, perceptions is key. Don't think because you're living a situation that you cannot get out of, you're like, I'm doomed. Like, there is no such things as being doomed. If you're still breathing, yep, there is there is always provision if you're being attacked by demons well didn't jesus cast out demons find out how he did it's written in the bible if you have financial issues well didn't his disciples had financial issues so are you going to stop believing because your financial issues are not being solved the way you want there is a provision And it's up to you to be willing to take the necessary steps to heal from that, to get out of this mess. Oh, you're single and you feel like, oh, God, it's up to me, and he doesn't have somebody for me, and nobody's coming to me, and blah, blah blah blah. Like, okay, but you know there are people who are married who also think the same things, so. Is marriage going to define you? Is marriage going to be your afterlife? (laughs) If you really want to be married to someone, you need to be married to the Holy Spirit. That's the one you need in this life in order to guide you and stay sane through the insanity. But if you're able to see And say something is wrong. Then you're able to see and say, I believe in God. And that's just what I do. So, as always, hashtag, bless forward. Amen.